Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. No One Likes Us Clothing is the clothing range designed by Millwall fans for Millwall fans. Caps, t-shirts, polos, they've got it all. Visit noonelikesus.co.uk for the full range. Or if you're in Bermondsey on a match day, why not have a pint in the Blue Anchor pub and pick up a Nolu polo shirt, Nolu clothing at www.noonelikesus.co.uk. Hi, I'm Gary Rowett, and you're listening to the world-famous Acton Millwall. Welcome, 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 dear listeners. Home, home again. It's good to be back home again. After our away trip, awful uh, result last week at Sheffield United. We're back at home today playing Coventry City. You're talking your middle side this afternoon, dear listeners. Bart is in goal, back line, Cresswell, Cooper, Murray, Wallace. On the uh, right side, Danny McNamara, Scott Malone on the left. The midfield this afternoon, Shackleton, Jamie Shackleton, Billy Mitchell, George Hunden returning after his suspension. And up front, Mason Bennett, Bennett of Foby. No new signing was introduced to the crowd just before uh, the team entered the arena but Andreas Vogelsammer is uh, regrettably visa tied coming in from Germany listeners uh, but it's a beautiful sunny afternoon looks like a decent crowd in the den and we need a win we are reading just before uh, the team entered the arena that Gary Rowett's gone on the, uh, the, the South London Press the London News Online saying he wants us to attack with a bit more freedom um, yes, indeed, we do want a bit more attack. Uh, a great pity that uh, Vogel Sammer can't be available for us this afternoon. Gives a bit more spark in and around the box, but we'll have to make do without him for this game at least. Millwall in their traditional dark blue, Coventry City in a, a sky blue affair with the old Admiral style front stripes. Quite a nice little ensemble, listeners. That is in fine voice, as you can hear, fine voice. It's a hot afternoon. Um, 30 plus, it's going to be a hot afternoon to play football in. Such is the, the nature of the professional game, they've got to get on with it though. I think we're going to have the drinks breaks at uh, strategic points in the game to enable players to take on water. But you can't imagine pace will be, uh, you know, the pace will be high relentlessly in this game. 
conditions are going to be a factor. Gary Rowley says we've had a week to work, which is nice. It's a luxury we don't often get once the season gets underway. He talks about recovering our standards after that last poor show up there at Roman Lane. And it was a poor show in the first half especially. Not so much in the second half where we raised it, but no cutting edge. We really do need cutting edge in and around the goal. Anyway, you've heard all that many, many times over this past week. I'm not going to flog it. The lot teams are lined up to kick off. We will be attacking the away end of the first half in accordance with the teachings of the venerable bee at Jarrow Monastery in Anglo-Saxon England. And away we go. Lined straight onto the attack. It's literally seconds into the game. Danny Mack on the right side. Mill in possession halfway inside the, the Coventry half. We're currently semi-homeless. Little breakdown left side. That's going to go for a, a, a throw-in. Yeah, they've had issues with the pitch at the Rico Stadium. Yet again, they are having to play fixtures away from uh, their home stadium, Coventry. Uh, Midweek League Cup tie played at Burton. And I read that their uh, league, midweek league fixture at home, I think, to Wigan has been postponed. Someone was asking the question about points deductions if they carry on with this malarkey. Historically, they've used their homeless status to spark up their side. Whether they'll do that here this afternoon obviously remains to be seen. Just a minute into the game now. Such are the extreme weather conditions that we've been allowed to bring our own water into the den, listeners. Take the top off, though, at the turnstiles just in case you turn that into a missile I brought my own water how about that early uh, left-sided corner for Coventry one and a half minutes on the clock and it comes from the left it's towards the near post it's gone in the net one nil near post header lines concede early disastrous start from Millwall just what we didn't want that looked like basic um, defending error I'm afraid to say listeners getting called out with a near post corner two minutes on the clock well if Gary Rowett wants us to attack with more freedom now is a very good time to start isn't it listeners that's a poor poor opening for Millwall Gary Rowett I believe needs to find his inner Cruyff who is that great quote we saw the other day about him finding his inner Cruyff did we say it? we might have said it he needs to find his inner Johan Cruyff Coventry have brought 1,900 fans. They're in excellent voice now. Well, that's, uh, for them, wonderful start. This is the 23 now on the right side. Millwall not pressing, as you can tell. The 8 has got the ball inside the box in the full to the oncoming midfielders. Last-ditch tackles get it away. That's a shot that's taken a deflection from the right side of the corner for Coventry. Early pressure. The crowd will be getting restless if it carries on like this, I can tell you that much. For nothing, listeners. It's all end-to-end stuff. Coventry now on the attack, the 24 on the right. This is not the way the script should have gone for the uh, afternoon, listeners. Ball into the centre. It's bouncing around. It's offside. They did in the net. Offside. I think the 24 had the second there. Lions are sloppy, listeners. Lions have been very sloppy. I 
can't see him, but there is apparently a fat cunt in the vest. That's not the biggest of my concerns right now. My, my uh, concern is that Mill have opened up in a similar vein to what we saw at uh, Bramall Lane last Saturday, which frankly wasn't good enough then, and ain't good enough at the moment. Lyons dodge a second one there, so it remains 1-0, six minutes into the game. The ball header, see Bennett, oh, just wide left, Mason Bennett with a little flick header there, ball into the mix, over the, over the crossbar, kind of very tight angle from Bennett-Cophobia on the right there. Coventry are already in game management mode, listeners, taking their time over everything. And here they come again on the break, there's a shot from distance, that's high over the bar, seven minutes, all go, it is all go. Yeah, so Gary Rowis uh, mentioned to the new London News Online he's had a week to work out things, which is nice, a luxury we don't often get, he says, no evidence, to be honest, of that so far. We're looking at work we do in possession and out of possession, says Rowett. Little bits we work on are about attacking with a bit more freedom and at ways of being more solid in defence. Stop laughing at the back, misses. Looks like Mason's taken a knock. Leaving the field of play. Wow. Substitution, Tyler Bury's coming. He's limping. After that, there was a uh, piece in the week about how unfair it was that he's given the tag of being injury prone. Um, and there he is leaving the field 12 minutes in, injured. Hobbling. That's a loss. So Tyler comes in. Things aren't working out so well for us so far. 12 minutes. Beautiful blue skies above South Bermondsey, listeners. Perhaps one of the most beautiful spots in the world, Dan, do you think? In the sunshine. Deserves a poem. That actually could be called Wanker, Wanker, Wanker. Temper's getting a bit heated out there, listeners. Put it down to the, the blindingly hot sunshine. So as I say, they did introduce Andreas Vogelsammer to the crowd before kick-off. Apparently uh, he's a player that Gary Rowett has been tracking for some time. A lot of online comment I saw about his scoring record in the Bundesliga, German Bundesliga, not being all that brilliant for Union Berlin. Um, but that said, when you check his Wikipedia page, which has already been adjusted to... Uh, he comes from Germany and he plays in Bermondsey, Andreas Vogelsammer, woo um, but you check his scoring record in the German second tier for Armenia Bielefeld. It's not bad, 13 goals the last few seasons. Um, so, you know, he does know where the back of the net is. Whether that will switch over to the championship is the, is the $64,000 question, but we shall see. I've been watching Andreas for about three years, Gary Rarett told the club official website. He's one I tried to sign early after coming to the day. And I watched him at Armenia Bielefeld before he went to Union Berlin. And he was in double figures there at, uh, at Armenia. Playing anywhere across the front three or behind the strikers. We could certainly do with more imagination going forwards. And the sad sight of Mason Bennett leaving the game earlier on won't, won't help our calls in that front. So he's very welcome. The other story we did see on uh, Richard Corley uh, for the South London Press. No official confirmation of this. That uh, Mill apparently closed an agreement for Danny McNamara to sign a new contract, which is uh, going to be good news when, when, I hope that's when it happens, rather than if. The Eaton Boat and Boating Song for Coventry, I always think it's a bit of a poncy old song for a club song, don't you? 
the Eaton Boating song? What's that all about? How did that come about? I don't care how it came about. I'm not even going to look. I just think it's a Ponzi song. This is Coventry coming down our left. There's a ball into the box. That's 2-0. Slammed home from the right side. Crossing from the left. Slammed home on the right. 2-0 Coventry. 28 minutes. This is looking like a disastrous show for the ball. Caught there on the break again. Well, one thing we've been able to say about Gary Rowett since he came here in 2019, October, um, is that we haven't really been thumped at home by anybody. We haven't really taken a piding, have we? But we're looking at a hiding at the moment. Ball breaks as it's tied. It goes down to penalty. Oh, he's given us a dive. No, oh no, he gives Tyler a yellow card. Oh dear, oh dear. Tyler took the ball and as it broke forwards, was clipped and went down. Referee doesn't give a penalty, he gives a free kick to Coventry and books him for diving. How's your pre-season fizz going? Do you need a new one? It's gone a bit flat, hasn't it? Get yourself a new one. Oh, I don't mind if I do. The poor ball there, that's uh, 23, just um, couldn't control a very, very loose pass from defence. Tyler takes and turns on the left side, he breaks. Nice little run, he's going for me. Going for a goal kick. Little moment there where I thought he might have uh, broken through, just under a bit too much pressure and took it too far. A goal kick. Disgruntlement around the den, you can hear it, listeners. Um, it's been a poor show. Loose passes in defence. Nothing up front so far. I wish I'd better the report. 34 minutes in, 2-0 down. If we concede a third, I think it's good night, Vianessa. And, and Coventry are playing a quite neat passing style. They're um, not looking overly dangerous. We should be able to deal with this. But they've pulled us apart on, on two occasions now. The corner from the left in the uh, early minutes. And then the second goal was a straightforward break down the left and across. And the, the uh, forward stretch to put it in. We should be dealing with this, we really should. Oh! Bennett owns a free kick in midfield. Just inside the Coventry half, fairly central. Floated forward from Scott Malone, it's into the mix. Yes! Bennett home! Who was that? Jake Cooper? Couldn't tell you who got, got his head to it, it's a basic float forwards. Flicked in from a melee. And it tripled into the air in truth. It's always one of those slow motion moments where you can tell what happened. Yeah. Jake Cooper. We're back in it. 2-1. Let's, let's use that break now, listeners. I'm going to show a, a replay. It's an odd slow motion kind of goal. Floated forwards. Jake got his head to it in the melee from what I can see on the screen now. They've given it inside the stage with Jake. 2-1. Scott Malone now with a free kick. Deep in her own half. He's got Bennett in acres of space. If you can see him, he hasn't seen him. That's floated forwards again. Hooper with the header, it falls to George Honeyman. 
Schneemann will go. Off the line for Murray Wallace. Danny Mack with a ball back into the mix. The game's turned on his head, listeners. Coventry clear somehow. They'll be looking to break out of defence. Danny Mack's in the mix. They've got to keep our discipline and shape because here they come on the left side. 37 going towards 38 minutes. Coventry coming on our left now. Bennett takes a, a knockdown. That's going to be a free kick. The den has raised its spirits, listeners. That was a moment that Murray might have had a, a, was a great chance. It was cleared off the line as he shot on, on target there. The pressure in the Coventry defence more, listeners, and they are making errors. That's been what we haven't been doing for most of this godforsaken half, but we are doing it now, coming towards the 40th minute of the game. We are starting to show a little bit more of the um, free-flowing imagination that Gary Rowe was talking about at last. Okay, we've got to concede two goals to get it, but hey, going to be a free kick. He had enough mouse about him to earn the free kick as we tick towards the last seconds of the first half. This will probably be the end of the action with this free kick on the right. Coventry will get the last chance of the first period. No, they won't. Referee calls it up. Not being the greatest half from a Millwall perspective, we did manage to uh, fight our way back into the game with that uh, strange looping header from Jake Cooper. Overall, I say not good enough from Millwall, but uh, at least it's only two one and a half times. So we'll be back with uh, with you again after these messages, listeners. Achtung, Milbal. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Welcome back to a very flat half-time break, dear listeners. The teams are out on the pitch. That was a very poor first half for me, that, uh, for Millwall. We do need to... Gary Rowett really does need to give a rocket up their collective backsides, in my opinion. The midfield comment from the, the group chat that, I, that we're on. Uh, midfield getting criticised. Murray Wallace getting criticised. I think you can probably level that at the whole side. Um, it just wasn't good enough. We've, we've fought, got a bit of fortune by getting back into a game that we arguably didn't deserve to with that header from Jake Cooper. Can we press on in the second half? We've kind of got to. Otherwise, I think mood will, the mood will turn sour at the den. Off we go. Coventry attacking the away end. Miller will be attacking a cold blow in the second half in accordance with the dictums of the venerable Bede writing in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle in 9th century England I've been watching that um, All or Nothing series with Arsenal in it listeners uh, you can, I'm, I'm way off the beat here I know I've only just caught on to the fact these series are on, are on Netflix but I was watching uh, a couple of them I'm bored of them now I've watched a couple of them in the week and um, Mikel Arteta's kind of um, pre-match and half-time patter seems to be Kind of like a wellness type meme before the game and then to throw things around at half-time if it's not going well for them. I don't know what Gary Rowett's uh, wellness meme is. No iron team or something like that, I guess. But whatever it is, I, I think they deserved a bit of teacup throwing at half-time because that was a poor show in the fir- first period. This is Honeyman being pursued there. Uh, Doug in uh, Stockholm, just reading Doug's tweet, he says, don't tell me Honeyman covers more ground than anybody else because Afobi beat him for pace a couple of times in the first half um, <laughs> controversial views from Doug in Sweden um, I thought he's already been nominated as player of the season a little moment on the edge of the penalty the 17 inside middle half that was straight in the face of Murray Wallace who took it full on the 14 still in possession and Millwall haphazardly clearing it's gone straight back to, to Co- Coventry we have looked no, no fire in there. I think Mikel Arteta will be going on about guys, guys, guys. Where's your passion? So I've watched two episodes of it, and I'm not going to watch any more because they all seem to be much the same. Plus, I'm not fundamentally interested. It's Arsenal. One thing that did make me laugh on this series, though, is the um, they interspersed the uh, dressing room scenes and the kind of London Colney training ground routines with interviews with fans, alleged fans. Half of them look like they've just been pulled out of a, an artisan bakery coffee shop in, in uh, you know, Islington or somewhere. Certain type, AFTV, Arsenal Fan TV type. A group of people I remember when we went to the podcast awards last year, they were winning all in, in you know, all in sundry there, but they were a certain type. And I won't have that type on my show, listeners. You're not going to get hipster types on my show. I won't have it. Mill conceding possession repeatedly. Coventry coming back at us. The crowd getting restless, you can hear it. Shot from distance, that's straight at Bar who takes it quite well. Crowd are not happy with what they're seeing. Possession given away there again. Um, what's going wrong? Midfield is showing no, uh, the ball's not sticking midfield. And it's being given away to Coventry to come back at us. and. Uh, Story of the first half continuing the second so far. 40, 48 minutes on the clock. Coventry again coming forwards into the middle half. Edge of the penalty area, the 14 making a run. 
Cresswell does well there, brings it out. Honeyman. This is now Shackleton. He's got Tyler in front of him. What can Tyler do? Ball was slightly wide left. Tyler on the left now. He does collect. Shackleton again. Tyler takes his man on. What can he do from the distance of the box? Oh, it's at the post! It's a Honeyman from close! Show show! Tyler's shot in the post! Honeyman's down the rebounds! First bit of flair we've seen in the half! In the game! 2 each! Let's see how many there is. Shame from the left from Tyler Buren. Hit the post. He makes the hard sign to the fans. The rebound falls to George Honeyman. I'll have you shown a replay yet on the, on the screen, listeners. attacking in the they just showed the oh it's a shot from Honeyman uh, from Tyler pushed onto the post by the goalkeeper Honeyman's there for the rebound to slow it home two each that's got the crowd going it was on the turn this as you could hear it that's got us fired up We still seem very loose in midfield. This is a worrying thing, listeners. Obviously, it's two weeks, so you can't be too sure. But a lot of game time to go. Yeah, 56 minutes. Left side of corner game for for Coventry. And it comes. It's floating into the near post. It's held against the crossbar. Space in the box. It's not got clear yet. The 15. They're calling for a handball, nothing given. Wow, the melee there, the shot looked like it hit someone's hand in there. Referee gives nothing. Little dodge a bullet, listeners. Hit the goes across bar there, 57 minutes. Living dangerously. Coventry working some nice passing movements for our midfield. That's a worrying sign. <laughs> I sound like I'm a right old moan, don't I? Possession, possession for Coventry at the moment. Halfway inside our own half. On the right side now. Chance for them to put the ball in. That's a poor choice. Mill giving the ball away cheaply. Too cheaply. Here they come again. The eight now on the, on the D. Inside the Mill penalty. That's a shot. That's over the bar. 59 minutes. Fat cunt in the red now. There's one in the vest earlier on. They've certainly attacked us hard in this game. I, I don't know what the statistics are. We obviously won't see those till tomorrow or later on, perhaps. But we've been under a lot of pressure from Coventry. So far, so good as we come towards the, the halfway point of the second half. But you do get a sense that they've still got a goal in them. 38 is going to take the, the corner here, then in front of us. 66 minutes. It's swung in deep. That's over heads of everybody the two keeps it in he keeps it in it's still in play he hasn't gone out that's well headed by Billy Mitchell there can Tyler get there he can and he gets clashed he's got to be a free kick that should be a yellow card Danny's getting involved he needs to walk away from that no need for him to get involved it's two yellow cards and he's off 
Danny ought to be careful, he's having too much chip chat down there. Eyes in people's faces. Coventry down to 10 men, 60, coming to 67 minutes. Calm down, uh, Dan, this is where you use your head, not your Millwall heart. Big situation now, can we press on against 10 men? We've historically struggled against 10 men, listeners, haven't we? I mean, this manager on manager, year upon year, we've never seemed to do well against 10 men. Why, I don't know. But it could be a good time to start turning that little um, foible around. Tyler did well to work that situation because I thought it was a bit, ball was loose and I thought the defender probably didn't need to take him there but he did take him so free kick awarded and the rest is history listeners there's a fat cunt in the pink now we've had one in a vest one in red now there's one in this multi there's a multi-hued multi-hued fat cunts from from Coventry Mr. Blobby. I can't see him, I don't know what he looked like. Mr. Blobby, clearly. Ticking towards 80 minutes. This is Coventry coming forwards. We do need to keep on point, listeners. They have a chance for a shot from distance that's high over the bar, thankfully. They gave, gave him plenty of space there. Looks like Savile's going to come in. I imagine Billy Mitch. Right, and then it comes in. Honeyman comes out. That'll make Doug happy in Sweden. I'm thinking of you, Doug. There's Murray Wallace on the left. 84 minutes. We're just passing the ball backwards and forwards. Shackleton tries to pick a cross out. It's bouncing around. It falls to... Saddle! Slammed in! 3-2 Millwall! <laughs> ball in from the left. Headed by a phobia, it seemed to fall in slow motion again to Joel Savile, who kind of um, patted it in. Golf club style. Like he's in the Royal kind of Berkshire Golf Club, he patted it in. Side foot into the net. And it's 3 2 Millwall. 84 minutes, watch it again. It seems to fall to him. A phobia little pass. And with a nice, gentle little putt. I'm going to keep this golf metaphor going, listeners. 3-2 Millwall. Nicely placed into the bottom right-hand corner. Joe Savile on, on the score sheet. Should he have started, listeners? Answers on a postcard to Doug in Stockholm. the top of my head listeners last time we made a comeback from two goals behind I'll have to check on uh, on the um, Mill History websites I can't think of one off the top of my head standing here in the heat of the den can you think of one? <laughs> oh it's the theatre of the brutal listeners isn't it the theatre of cruelty where else would you want to watch your football come on Watching all these Arsenal's programmes, it's so, so different to Millwall. Oh, I could... 
there are moments I could laugh and cry all at once, it is so different. But where else do you want to be other than here right now? Anywhere in the world. Come back from 2 0 down. Disgruntled Coventry fans <laughs> being harangued. What more do you want out of life? Well, let me put a question to you now, dear listener. 89 and a half minutes. Coming towards whatever added time. There'll be a little bit of added time. The Isaac Alofi has come. Could this be a season turner? We've been lacking in fizz and energy. Um, the middle spirit. We saw a bit of it against Stoke. But this comeback this afternoon against um, Coventry. Sometimes a little bit against the uh, run of play. We've turned around a two-goal deficit. Got ourselves in front. Let's hope we see it out after this little speech I'm making here. Is that a season turner? Held to Skelter in there, it's come out wide right. Coventry keeping the pressure on. That's gone out of play, as you can tell, as you can detect. George Evans has made his way into play somewhere. I've missed that, listeners. This is Tyler Bury on the right side of the Coventry penalty area. What can he do? There he is, full time, 3 2 Millwall. One of the best turnarounds in the game I've seen in a long while from Millwall. There were periods in that game where he wouldn't have said that was coming at all. To come back from a two goal deficit and come away with three points, is that a season turner? I jolly well hope so, listeners, don't you? Anyway, let the Ben celebrate. Let's have the, um, the old status quo, mate. Here we go. Boy, hope you enjoyed this little presentation from the den this afternoon, listeners. We'll be back on um, Monday. We'll be talking to Michael Aiden and I hope Brian Loftus. And um, until the next show, thank you for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now. Here we go. So here is my voice note on a yesterday's game. Now I've had a, a couple of hours to digest what it was. Um, I thought yesterday goes without saying, really, doesn't it, that we started poorly to concede a goal that early against Coventry. Um, wasn't great defensive lapses um, for the goal. Uh, they obviously had the one disallowed for offside, but again, you can argue they still managed to beat um, a trap. They just didn't time their run properly. And I thought for the first half, apart from the goal um, that we scored, that saved an awful, awful lot of booing. And Gary Rowett, your football is you-know-what. Um, because it was, it was awful yesterday. Shackleton was barely in the first half whatsoever. Honeyman had a slow start. Creswell and Cooper just don't, didn't seem to work well together. I remember one point in the game as well where Cooper and Creswell, there was about 10, 15 yards between them. Uh, one of them just commits to go to the ball and leaves a Coventry player just stood on the uh, on the edge of the 18-yard box by himself. And, you know, if, if the crossing was better, you're looking at 3-0.
I just think I think as well the shape was poor at times in the first half. There was one time where I asked a chap sat next to me, James, here's a shout axe, I know he listens, what formation we're playing because apart from the, the uh, defenders who was in some kind of shape, it was just a straight line. There was no wide play. It was all very, very straight. It looked like a sort of inverted T and it just didn't look like it was going to get any better. Um, Mason Bennett obviously getting injured didn't look good neither and that adds to what is starting to look like a little bit of a a list of players who are injured or not ready for the first team and, and we were looking at two defeats from three in the opening three games of the season. Q, not as bad as how Man United um, have started. Sorry, Mr Paul. Um, but second half was better. Um, I still didn't think we was absolutely amazing um, and I think Coventry's red card did help but I did think we 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 did play better, obviously, in the second half. And uh, to quote the sort of new managers who like to use the word character um, in media train press conferences, it did show character come from 2-0 Dan to win 3-2. It, it wasn't pretty. I don't really think... I mean, there was a guy... I went into HMP Harry's after the game. And there was a guy who asked who I thought was um, man of the matches and outfielder. I don't think anyone... Massively, massively. Sean Tyler Bury played well, yes. Um, and as the second half went on, some players did play okay. Um, but I don't think there was anyone who blew me away out on field. So I'd probably give it to Bury because I thought his energy and his work rate and his runs were good. You can argue his end product needed a bit more work. I know he had the shot there at the post. Um, but for me, I'd say man of the match would probably be Bart Biakowski because the two goals he had nothing to do. Um, because it he, he, he was those type of goals that you can't blame the goalkeeper for. Um, and the ones he did have to do, he made some nice saves, tipped a few over the bar, got down low for a couple as well. So I'd probably give it to Biakowski, um personally. But again, 3-2, you take that if you was offered at the start of the game. Um, also, I think that's the first time I've ever heard Bye for now announce scheduled water breaks. Um, that was my impression in an Alan Partridge voice. That's not how he talks. But yes, 3-2 for Millwall, up to fourth. And again, I know a lot of people comment that you can't really look at the table this early in the season. You can't look at the table this early in the season because we're only three, four games in. Um, but people are starting to comment about Norwich. So if they're commenting about Norwich being bottom of the table, you can comment about Millwall. Uh, come on, you Lions. On to the next one. Hi Nick, Sangelo here mate, um, well um, we definitely used our get out of jail card uh, yesterday, um, obviously the first half hour Coventry were just, they made us look like a League 2 team to be fair mate, I, I thought they were very very good and obviously their, their striker, Jokeres I think his name is, um, it's got premiership quality without a shadow of a doubt. Um, yeah terrible performance um, but obviously we, we somehow grinded out a win um which i never obviously expected but um but yeah but, you know of all the three two win you know come back in come back at three two um i'm still a little bit disappointed because obviously the 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 performance was was very abject you know um, i was quite disappointed with gary rowett's um post-match interview as well saying that you know after the half hour we played really really well i don't think we played well at all yesterday um, you know, it, it was a terrible performance, but um, but listen, we got the three points. That's the most important thing. A couple of things I like to say, Nick, is um, I strongly believe. You know, it was great. Honeyman got his goal yesterday, but I strongly believe 
I think he will be better in the other position uh, in midfield. And I would stick Saville. I'd stick Saville in where, where Jules, at the moment with all the injuries we've got, I'd stick Saville in the, in the, in the 10 role and I would drop Honeymoon into the, um, into, uh, you know, where Billy Mitchell and Shackleton play. You know, that's just my opinion. Uh, Bury, fantastic uh, performance. Concerns me gets a little bit lazy sometimes, but yeah, he's just got that star quality. And when he starts running at defenders, there's they can't handle him, can they? If he'd done that full time, my God, he'd be some player. Would be some player. Um, but yeah. Um, also, a little special mention as well to the ref. I thought that ref yesterday was one of the best refs that I've seen down at the den for a number of years. I think he used to be a premiership ref and then sat up in his personal life and Bobby Madley, I think it is. Um, and he got demoted to like League Two or National League. But yeah, I was off. I agree with every decision he made yesterday. I think he was uh, one of the best refs I've seen down at, down at the den for a long time. So credit to him. And I like their, uh, their Dutch lookalike kits as well. They look quite nice. Uh, but yeah, get our gel card used. Um, very, very two tough games. If we can pick up three points out of the next two away guns, I'll be very happy. Um, or two draws. I'll take two draws, to be fair. Uh, but it's going to be a tough week. Anyway, great, great result at, at the end. And um, come on, you Lions. Hi, Nick. Just ringing in with a post-match report from the 3-2 victory against Coventry. Well, what can you say, really? Very poor defensive start. Again, Cresswell error. No communication amongst the three central defenders. A corner. And obviously, you know, these championship sides do a lot of research into each other because they exploited a, a perennial weakness of Millwall. Bart cannot uh, come and claim corners. He's not good at that. And we're very poor at defending our near post. Curling ball straight into the near post. Big bundle of players, 1-0 down. Thank you very much. There is an argument that we wouldn't have got that goal. It would have been disallowed. But there you go. The second goal was just sweets off a baby. Millwall's defensive coaching staff need to forget about Cruyff turns and Hollywood balls and all this old malarkey. They've got to do tackling practice and talking to each other and clearing their lines and stopping attackers because it was absolutely embarrassing. I've never been so embarrassed. This is the club of Barry Kitchener and Harry Cripps. And, you know, these players, Jake Cooper, they're not a shadow on Barry Kitchener. Kitchener didn't make mistakes. You know, he did the percentage thing. And Millwall got to start playing the percentages at the back. We're going to struggle big time in this division if we carry on like that. Scott Malone needs to be dropped. He is a defensive liability. An absolute liability. You might as well have him playing for the other team because poor old Murray Wallace had to do the job of two men's covering for his errors. Um, again, pretty poor in the midfield. You know, Billy Mitchell didn't have the greatest of the games. It wasn't a great performance and we were 2-0 down. As luck would have it, um, or unlucky for Mason Bennett, but lucky for us, there was an injury, Tyler Bury came on, and I've been arguing for Tyler Bury to start every single game and get as much play as possible, and I think the proof of the pudding is in the eating, an instant impact. 
instantly gave Millwall something positive to hang on to. And, you know, we started to claw our way back. So, fantastic effort. I don't know how we did it. Coventry could have, you know, gone three, four, five up quite easily. Part Piotrowski saved a few shots in the second half. We huffed and puffed and, you know, got in good positions. And George Savile came on and slotted home the winner. It was a roller coaster ride. It was a typical Mill performance in that, you know, our goals were hard fought for and required a lot of hard work. Tyler Bury cutting in from the left wing and, you know, clipping the bar. Superb. The kid's brilliant. You know, I think he's great. But what I've got to say is this. We've got to sort ourselves out defensively because we're going to struggle against the likes of Burnley, you know, and, and, and these other teams. They're going to put five or six goals on us. I'll tell you now, uh, Watford are going to, you know, batter us because we've got nothing at the back. Poor old Jake Cooper, he needs, he needs help, he needs support. Um, you've got to put Ryan Leonard in instead of Scott Malone or configure it somehow so that you get Cresswell off and you get Scott Malone off and you put your solid boys in there, you put your Sean Hutchinsons and your Ryan Leonards and, you know, they can support Jake, who's a wonderful player, but, you know, but his head drops, you can see it, and they get on top of him. The, other, the attackers get on top of him. So come on, Millwall. Well done today, but sort your lives out of the back. Hello, Nick. Graham Payne here. Well, if one game could sum up what it's like being a Mill supporter, today's game was it. The first 30 minutes, we let in two goals. We couldn't string a pass together. Uh, the centre-forward, whose name I can't pronounce, number 17, was running the, the back 3-5, ragged. Jake Cooper in particular. Mason Bennett then gets injured uh, again. I listened to the, the pod yesterday where you mentioned about him chatting about his injuries, but there's just no reliability. He can just break down at any moment. You know, I've heard he's torn his hamstring, so he's going to be out for a while again. But on the plus side, I was pleased to see Tyler Brewery come on, which, as I said on Monday in the pod, that I'd like to have seen him start. And then I think the turning point of the game, the Millwall's first goal, because the, their goalkeeper's come out and made an error, come flying out for a a ball he's never going to get and, and Jake Cooper's lobbed it over him into the net. We could and should have equalised straight after that when the next attack. I don't know how uh, Murray Wallace hasn't put that rebound away from Honeyman's shot. But going in at 2-1 at half-time, you know, we, was, we, it, it, we were backing with a shout. So the second half gets underway. It, 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 it's, you know, little bits and pieces. And then Tyler Bury does what, what Tyler Bury and no other one in that team can do. He beat a man and then curled a shot from distance and the goalkeeper saves and Hanneman follows up and it's two all. And that one moment for me, maybe I'm being a bit over the top, but that's why Tyler Bury should be given a run in the side. He gives us an option, something different. He beats men. He can run at pace and no one else in that team can do that. Now, I know he's going to have bad games, but he's also going to have good games. Them sort of players always do, but I feel now he's got to be given a run in the side. So 2-2, they didn't get a player sent off. You know, could have gone either way. We always seem to struggle when the Oppo would go down to 10 men and 17 again, had another run and shot that Bart saved. We then get the break and George Savile puts it away nicely. 3-2, 
and we're all rocking all over the world at the end. Still think there's a lot to work on. I mean, for a week's training, the passing at times was poor. There was a lot of lumping it up the field to a phobia, and a phobia is not that type of striker. He doesn't want balls lumped up to him. Maybe the new German guy will enjoy that. We'll have to wait and see on that one. But, you know, we, the spirit was there and they managed to turn it around. So you've got to say well done to the boys for that. On now to, you know, two tough away games, Swansea on Tuesday night and then Norwich on Friday night. But let's hope there's, a, you know, an improvement now on the away form as well. Come on, you Lions. You have been listening to Achtung, Millwall. Please do leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Danke schon. Up the Lions. No One Likes Us Clothing is the clothing range designed by Millwall fans for Millwall fans. Caps, t-shirts, polos, they've got it all. Visit noonelikesus.co.uk for the full range. Or if you're in Bermondsey on a match day, why not have a pint in the Blue Anchor pub and pick up a Nolu polo shirt, Nolu clothing, www.noonelikesus.co.uk. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.